1: On the Rita Cosby Show, lots of topics. I hope all of you had a terrific, terrific weekend. Well, here it is. We've had a number of days uh, since the whole issue with the cocaine at the White House. And how come we have no answers? And why do we have the White House press secretary basically saying a flat out lie? She came out the other day and said, well, the Bidens haven't been at the White House. They were not there on the Friday and the Saturday and the Sunday. And, of course, it was on the Sunday that that cocaine was found. And then it came out through the White House press pool that, guess what? The Bidens had been there on the Friday. They left at 6.34 p.m. So get your story straight, Corinne John pierre Why is it such a mystery? Why is it such a difficult ordeal? And why can't they keep their story straight? And you know darn well, here it is. It has been quite a bit of time since that information. We are talking now over a week. The Secret Service is quite a competent organization. They can figure it out. They certainly know by now the details of whose cocaine it is, where it was found. Remember, the story just keeps changing and twisting and turning. Why can't they figure things out in this case? And so for all of these reasons, it is clear that there's some sort of cover-up. And the question is, why? Why can't they just figure out a basic issue, and especially as something as serious as cocaine found at the White House? They seem so lackadaisical. They don't really seem to really care to rush to hurry up and try to figure it out. Why is everything just being kind of like, let's just kind of pass the buck? And what? Maybe they're hoping that another story will sort of overtake it in the news, that maybe the world will sort of forget about it. I don't think we're going to forget that there was cocaine found at the White House. And also, when Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked about it recently, too, it was like, How dare you basically ask this question that basically why would you ever like assume that because Hunter Biden is a known crack addict and he claims he's a former one, which I hope he is, by the way, for his sake. You know, why would you ever try to connect Hunter Biden to the cocaine found at the White House? Now they're getting like downright like almost arrogant about it and like rude about it, saying it's irresponsible for reporters to ask that question. It's irresponsible not to ask that question. It is an obvious question, everybody. So tonight, do you have any confidence that the White House is ever going to find the culprit? Because everybody was wondering, well, maybe today the answer will come out. Maybe they're just trying to push the buck on till like Monday. Maybe they were just trying to push it a few days away or bury it, maybe have it come out on the weekend. And now they're saying maybe at some point this week they'll know the answer. Well, you know, privately, they know darn well what the answer is, whatever it is. It's clearly somebody that they don't want to kind of have a come out on. I don't know if it's Hunter or not, but that's a logical place to at least start looking and at least asking the questions about. Don't make it sound like the reporters are stupid for finally asking the right questions, because guess what? That is an obvious question. And yet. They seem to be offended by the questions. They want us all to kind of just kind of move on. And they're hoping for some reason that it doesn't come back to somebody that they know in the White House or somebody that they clearly should have screened. And this comes out of a time, too, where, remember, President Biden, when he said that he was taking over the presidency, he was going to run to a, a more ethical White House. Remember, that was one of the lines we kept hearing, a more respectful White House And he said if anybody was disrespectful to somebody at the White House, not treating somebody else appropriately, he would just get rid of them. So, boy, does this look fishy. Can you imagine today here? It's been over a week and it takes like half hour to run the fingerprints on a bag of cocaine if the fingerprints are good on that bag. And I would assume they're probably pretty good because whoever it is just kind of left it there. So I don't think they had time to, like, dust the prints off You know, so. All right. So if it's left there and there's somebody else who's had a history of leaving things, too, as we know, not necessarily the White House, but at other locations. But in regardless, if they probably didn't do a good job of like dusting off the fingerprints, you could probably pretty quickly figure it out. And remember, they moved from the library to the cubby to uh, the West Executive Mansion location, the entrance there, which is now where we know where Kamala Harris and the team were special visitors to the families come in. I mean, you got a log, you got a Secret Service agent, you got cameras, you got a lot of this stuff. Why is it so, so darn difficult to get a straight answer out of this White House? And what does it say to you about Joe, who was going to be the family guy and bring the ethics back? Uh, has he basically gone kaput with all of that? One 9222 One 9222 nine two two two. Here is Congressman Darrell Issa talking about his thoughts of where the Biden administration stands now.
2: This administration is constantly making up new lies and not being held accountable for those lies. You know, I can remember Pinocchio's being handed out pretty liberally, if you weren't accurate. In this case, the White House press person and others are deliberately telling lies and not being held accountable. And it's, uh, it's, an, it's an area that is normally one of those you roll your eyes. But when you're talking about a serious drug use, rolling the eyes isn't enough. There has to be accountability uh, for this kind of a security compromise.
1: And Congressman Pat Fallon, who was on the House Oversight Committee, also said that he is deeply, deeply worried at the lack of transparency and what he believes is a cover up because he believes, as I was saying, that at this point, clearly they know they have details. All you do is you check the cameras. It's the most surveilled building in the world. There are visitor logs. You know who is coming through. You do the DNA. You do the fingerprints. I mean, this is not like Maxwell Smart. This is pretty easy to figure it out. And here is Congressman Pat Fallon talking about that
3: down in Texas I asked some of our state troopers uh Texas Rangers and sheriffs those kind of people who do this for a living for decades and they all said to me that on very porous surfaces like bags and envelopes you'll be able to determine within an hour if there's uh fig- fingerprints on it within an hour by my math we're 192 hours from the time it was discovered, and yet we don't know because if there was no fingerprints, they could have told us immediately. So I suspect there are fingerprints, and you can run it through a database. And this was found where high-level aides and staffers are, so most of them were at fingerprinted at one time or another. So they very well may already know who it belongs to and aren't sharing it with us. And that's my greatest concern and worry.
1: And that is a huge concern because that just smells of cover-up. And this could be something serious. It comes at a time... Where, you know, cocaine obviously is a huge issue. Anthrax, fentanyl. There's a lot of things going on right now. Uh, they're just talking. I just saw a big headline before I came out about trank, uh, being a major, major issue. This is this animal tranquilizer that like, uh, eats up your skin. I mean, it's like really scary stuff. There are really scary things that are going on around this country. And the last thing you need is some illegal drug in a powder form showing up at the White House. And then they won't even happen to say somehow how it got there. Boy, this stinks. And this is Congresswoman Lauren Boebert saying, you know what? Uh They're clearly the Secret Service have their hands tied. Take a listen.
4: I have visited the White House as a member of Congress, as a sitting elected official uh, in the federal government. I get ID'd, I get screened, I get searched before entering um, the actual White House. And Dan, I, I just got to say, I miss the days when the only Coke in the White House was President Trump's Diet Coke. <laughs> Last week, I called for everyone at the White House complex to be drug tested, including the big guy, Joe Biden. The Secret Service and the FBI not being able to identify the cocaine culprit and confirm that it wasn't someone in the Biden family speaks volumes Uh, We've all seen Hunter Biden and his uh, illicit activities uh, Mm -hmm. that he engages in on a regular basis, smoking from a crack pipe, doing more than 100 miles an hour while driving and and taking a selfie. I, I mean, Dan, come on. Hunter Biden is a certified crackhead. And as President Trump said, what happened to the White House surveillance videos? We know that there are hundreds of hours of videos just from the weekend, possibly even Thousands that they could tap into and see exactly what happened.
1: Yeah, you could just see the frustration. Here he is. He has said by his own admission he is a crackhead. That he's had these problems. That he's recuperated. And the media is not supposed to ask any questions. I mean, the arrogance, the pompousness, for them to say, "Oh no." We don't have to worry about that. No problem there. No worries about asking any questions. How dare we ask those questions? I want to play cut 7A um, because this is Corinne Jean-Pierre. She was asked to the White House on Friday, right? She's asked the question, well, you know, could the cocaine, you're not ruling it in or out. I mean, this is interesting. They left it all hanging. Could it be the presidents? Could it be hunters? Could it be you know, uh, they wouldn't even answer, which also raises a lot of suspicion. She created more questions than answers, that's for sure. So finally, a reporter asked the question again on Friday at the press briefing, and listen to Corinne Jean-Pierre. She just
4: barked right back at her. Take a listen. Sorry to bring up cocaine again, but um, there was a question yesterday during press gaggle with um, Andrew Bates that was, I guess – he said that it had. He, did, he was avoiding it because of the Hatch Act. I'm just asking again. Can you just say once and for all whether or not the cocaine belonged to the Biden family? So,
5: <laughs>
6: a couple of things there. Um, he mentioned the Hatch Act because the question was posed to him in the Donald in yes. using Donald Trump, and so he was trying to be very mindful. I uh, uh, okay, I, I hear you, but you're asking me a question, so I'm answering it for you, um, and so that's why he said the Hatch Act. So I would, I would, you know. Have you read the transcript and read the transcript fully so you can see exactly what he was trying to say? So that's number one. So we're not avoiding the question. That is not true. We've answered this question, litigated this question for the last two days exhaustively. Um, you know, there has been some irresponsible reporting uh, about the family. And uh, and so i got to call that out here. And I have been very clear. I was clear uh, two days ago when talking about this over and over again as I was being asked a question. As you know, and media outlets reported this, the Biden family was not here. They were not here. They were at Camp David. They were not here Friday. They were not here Saturday. They were not here Sunday. They were not even here Monday. They came back on Tuesday. So to ask that question is actually incredibly irresponsible. And, and um, I'll just leave it there. That is a flat-out lie. That's the nicest
1: thing I can say. The first family was there on Friday, and she knew darn well she had to have known. I knew. As soon as I heard that, I thought, wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. They left on Friday night because it's well-known when the first family is traveling. And it was interesting because I remember seeing Hunter uh, traveling, and I think he had his little backpack or whatever it was. He had a red bag or something with him walking across the lawn, heading as they were going to Camp David. So that was on Friday night. So why would you go out there as the White House press secretary and try to put some distance and say he wasn't even there when he absolutely was there? And it's not irresponsible for reporters to be asking the question. You have somebody with a known drug history who has self-professed Talked about his drug history. He's now hanging out at the White House more than ever. He was there on the 4th of July watching the fireworks, too, with his dad and others. And there he was. He's been spending a lot of time at the White House. He's been going to Camp David. There were reports that he was hanging out in the Situation Room, that there's been, you know, some individuals who've suggested he's been around a lot more often than ever. At least he certainly seems that way more publicly It would be irresponsible of us not to ask that question. So why is the White House just going to such great lengths? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Do you think we'll get to the bottom of this caper? We'll take your calls, everybody, when we come back.
0: The Rita Cosby Show. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Feeling down and feeling
1: kind. And by the way, uh, we're just coming in. Uh, last week, uh, we ran an interview, uh, that we did with Miranda Devine, of course, of the New York Post. And she had received an exclusive, basically video from this former U.S. military official who said that he had information on the Bidens on corruption. Um, he was sort of a missing witness, if you will, Dr. Gal Luft. Well, now, in the last few hours, guess what's happened to Dr. Gail Luft? Dr. Gail Luft has been hit with federal criminal charges, registering him as an unregistered lobbyist for China, conspiring uh, to flout U.S. sanctions on Iran, a whole bunch of different issues, international influence peddling, and some other issues. Uh, he basically says that this is a hit job on him meant to stop him from testifying before the House Oversight Committee because he says he has powerful information basically on the Bidens. He also released information that there was some sort of mole within the FBI that was sharing classified information with those tied to the first family. So some explosive allegations by him he said he had wanted to testify, but he did not feel that he could get any sort of a fair shake if he had stepped into United States because he felt that the Southern District of New York was trying to basically set him up, uh, to keep him quiet. So he wouldn't go to the House Oversight Committee. And now the word has come out, uh, just in the last few hours. Boy, the plot is thickening. This is like a wild, wild twist and turn. He has now, uh, been basically charged with a variety of criminal charges coming from the Manhattan, uh, Southern District of New York. Uh, so this is really, really a wild story. This guy was basically saying he'd been arrested in Cyprus, uh, then was on the run because he felt that the U.S. government was out to get him because he believes he would be a witness. He claims, uh, again, his allegations that he had evidence on Biden bribery. Wow. And now he's just been basically some charge against him by the Southern District of New York. As he suspected, he believes they are weaponizing the government against him. I'll definitely fill you in on more details on this, but the plot is thickening. It is like a Jim Clancy novel happening here tonight. one 800 848-9222. 848
0: This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Rita Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back to Blue.
1: And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, which I love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, a powerful story coming from Ellsworth, Maine where a man whose truck crashed into the Union River in Ellsworth was rescued by police officials who responded to the scene. The Ellsworth Police Department received a report about a crash on a road in which the caller said they believe the driver crashed through the guardrail and landed in the Union River. Upon arrival, police discovered that water levels had filled the cab up to the dashboard And they heard splashing in the area. So the police department says they searched the immediate area, found a male going underwater, yelling desperately for help. So Corporal Robert Angelo immediately got into the water and he swam out about 15 feet to get to the individual and pulled him back to the shoreline until emergency medical care arrived. The driver, 29-year-old Christopher Coombs of Sullivan, Maine, was brought to the hospital with injuries not considered life-threatening and is thankful to be alive thanks to the great work of Corporal Robert Angelo and also other members of the Ellsworth Police Department. What a great story. Just what a desperate situation. And, of course, law enforcement just getting there In the nick of time, bravo to our great men and women in blue. And we love honoring them every night here on the Rita Cosby show. Well, it is really stunning. It's been over a week and somehow the White House and others involved have not been able to give any clarity on whose cocaine was left at the White House. It doesn't take that long. Apparently, it was a bag of cocaine so guess what? There should be tons of fingerprints on the bag. There should be lots of surveillance video. This is probably the most surveilled building in the world. There are visitor logs. It should be easy to check. There should be fingerprints on file. Uh, there should be pretty easy to be able to assess, well, under what window and what window could this bag have been left? Uh, who could have come in at that time? Where could it have been put? All you have to just do is check a whole bunch of videotape. Apparently, they say they discovered it on Sunday. So when was the last time that area was checked? Probably, who knows, maybe a few days before, uh, maybe a few hours before, whatever it is. There should easy, basically, it should be very easy to get an answer. This is not rocket science. This is pretty simple sleuthing. And these are the best investigators in the world. You got the Secret Service. You got the FBI doing checks on it. They were able to say right away what the substance was. So just run fingerprints. And especially any high-profile individuals, their fingerprints are already on file. When I got a White House press pass years ago when I was covering the White House, they had my fingerprints on file. They had my whole background on file. All I had to do was put your finger down and you could get like a whole background on the person. So it's pretty easy. So all they had to do at least to be able to eliminate certain people, maybe not be able to pinpoint it, but they should pretty much at this point know who did it, who's eliminated, and also who was in the area And at what time was the bag left? It's not that difficult. This is basically policing 101, and these are some of the best investigators in the world. So why the holdup? Well, to me, it raises enormous red flags. Clearly, it goes back to somebody in the White House that they don't want the press to figure out. And they're hoping to kind of maybe some news overtakes it, maybe some other story overtakes it so it can be kind of be buried maybe late on a Friday night. Oh, by the way, the details track back to this person or they're just trying to do damage control right now and trying to figure out, gosh, how do we put it out there that this was discovered? And it goes back to this person or this person who works at the White House or this person who does this or this person who was visiting or this person who happened to be there that day. Who knows? Whatever it is, the fact that they can't keep their story straight, the fact that they can't even give basic answers just makes it look so much worse. And it keeps pointing back to a number of different individuals, a couple in particular. And guess what? When you provide gray and you provide different stories and different angles, and they can't keep their story straight on where it was discovered. They can't keep their story straight as to when the first family was there or not there. All of this just raises enormous suspicion. And to me, it looks really darn fishy and makes me want to get to the bottom of it even more. Because what are they hiding? 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222, one 848 uh, Let's go to Steve, line four. Steve, your thoughts about all this, my friend.
7: While the White House and Corinne Jean-Fierre are playing three-card Monty with us, a gullible and long-suffering public, it's also giving them time to detoxify him partially out of public view to possibly through chelating his blood of certain chemical residuals that are left over from cocaine not completely i don't think his entire dosage could be removed but a certain amount enough to demonstrate that gee he didn't take it at the time when it seems to have been this is just the residual we all know he's recovering and so they could pull the magic that oh, this is what's in his blood now a toxicology report is from ancient stuff, which the public knows about already. But this was not from the recent bag that was found there, because there's not enough in his bloodstream. Ah,
1: so you you think that they're just letting enough time pass. So- and again, by the way, we don't know if it's his. He claims uh, that he is clean, uh, and we certainly hope he is for his sake and for the White House's sake and for America's sake, because you don't want uh, someone who's not clean hanging around the White House Um do you believe that that's a lie? You believe that, uh, that, he, he, is, that he is back on a crack?
7: <laughs> well, the public and doctors don't all agree on what constitutes free of in the body's bloodstream. After all, a certain amount of residual remains there long, long afterwards. We, it doesn't have a statute of limitations on uh, surviving in the human body. But the point is, if they get it down just low enough, it becomes plausible deniability that it was from the bag that's in the White House, this latest dosages, that this could be just the residual from a year ago uh, left over in his bloodstream after he did a hit.
1: Yeah, I hear you. And actually, by the way, there may be some method uh, to their madness. I mean, you know, it's interesting because of uh, the way they're handling it, Steve, it makes me even more suspicious. I mean, that's why, to me, it just makes it seem so unbelievably suspicious that basically they can't give a straight answer. They can't even tell us when they discovered it. They lie about when the first family was there. I mean, if they're trying to diffuse it, they're basically uh, making it seem worse. By the way, Steve, I was just checking too about how long cocaine stays in your system. Um, one report says a urine test can find cocaine Met, uh, metabolites up to four days after use, uh, a blood test up to two days after use, a hair sample up to ninety days of after use, and a saliva test up to two days. So the hair test could show up to three months after use. Uh, so if it's tied to somebody they're going to have to keep that person out of sight for three months so because somebody could yank a hair. Hey, let me just brush your hair here and get a little sample. You know, Wow. Uh, that could be a long time. It depends what kind of test they use. The other tests, again, are days. Uh, but the hair sample, it's saying you can find the metabolites up to 90 days. Uh, very interesting stuff, Steve. You may have hit the nail on the head, my friend. Thanks so much. Let's go to Alice. Line two. Alice, your thoughts about this?
8: Hi, Rita. Uh, I don't think we'll ever get a straight answer from them. This is the world's most dysfunctional family. Old Joe is a perv. Jill's an enabler and a social climber. And Hunter is kinky and a drug addict and he abuses women. I was surprised that he was married. Why don't they just why don't they just come clean? You do a mea Culpa uh, it would make the country look better. It would it might do something for their PR. And also the FBI has a world renowned lab just across the bridge in Virginia. Yeah, Quantico. Could, Quantico. Yes. Yes. And they could they they probably have all these answers.
1: Oh, they they have to. They I mean, do. They have to.
8: You know, you you don't
1: solve like think about all the high profile cases that happen that get sent to the FBI. They don't say, well, we'll get back to you in a week. You know? Oh, no, no. They sent no. And
8: why do they even bother to have press conferences? That's the biggest event to yawn. I, I don't even pay attention to them and their press secretary is a joke.
1: Yeah. And she, and, and the attitude. What did you make of the attitude, oh. Alice? That she actually threw it back at this reporter and said, like, how irresponsible of you to ask that? Like, how dare the media ask what is clearly an obvious question to ask? And I think, I think they would be derelict in their duty if they don't ask that question, you know? They've been giving them right. uh, a pass on so many other things, Alice. I feel
8: sorry for the journalists and that is her attitude constantly. She has one attitude, bad. And she's a disgrace to your profession. I, I feel sorry for you
6: because
8: <laughs> you're you know, you're you're doing you're doing it the right way. You are a real pro. And and I said before to you once before, I said you're in a business where they eat their young. It's tough.
1: And Well, I've always I've been maintain. old school, Alice, where I love I uh-huh. believe treating everybody fair. I mean, I think right. that that's the that's the bottom line,
8: and that's that's what we do. That that's what you do in in any profession. These people are crooks. The Biden crime family. This is a disgrace.
1: Yeah, it, it it really is a disgrace. Um, and and it's just and it's pathetic to see what's happening at the White House. Um, and sort of par for the course. And then you know it comes on the heels of there's that extra baby that they don't want to acknowledge. Even the New York Times did a story. Uh, Maureen Dowd basically saying, Mr. President, you have seven grandkids. Um there's also reports that Biden's swearing left and right in meetings these days that uh staffers don't want to be alone with him because he says what's the blank up and what's uh, why don't I blank and know that and why don't you blank and know certain things. I mean it doesn't sound like a like a happy place to de- to be. It sounds like a, certainly a place of dysfunction. Um and by the way everybody things may get even more dysfunctional soon. Um earlier today on Cats and Cosby I was talking with John Solomon. And John was telling me and John Katzimatidis, uh, the significance of a witness who's coming up. And this to me is really interesting, Alice and others, that Devin Archer, he is the guy who is on the board, the Burisma board, which is that Ukraine oil and energy company, uh, that's at the heart of a lot of all these like financial allegations with Hunter Biden and his father. Well, that guy is going to be testifying soon. And John Solomon, investigative journalist, believes that Devin Archer may blow the lid off of everything on the Biden family. Take a listen.
2: Hunter Biden's right hand business partner for a good part of the time that Joe Biden was vice president of the Obama administration, when all those deals with Ukraine, the Russian oligarch, the Chinese deals were beginning to be formed. Devin Archer, he is going to cooperate with Congress. He's going to be interviewed later this month by the House Ways and Means Committee. And he's trying to get a hold of some very important documents that the government took from him uh, during his own prosecution. Devin Archer was convicted of fleecing an Indian tribe um, uh, during the time he was working with Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden wasn't charged in that case. But a lot of the documents the government took from him, he's trying to get a hold of so he can bring them to Congress and really illuminate. This is a major breakthrough for Chairman James Comer, A, a Biden insider with the ability to say, this is what Joe Biden did do. This is what Joe Biden did do. This is how Joe Biden benefited or did not benefit you can't get anyone closer to Hunter and Joe Biden when it came to the foreign business deals than Devin Archer
1: and he is expected to testify as you just heard he is cooperating and plans to testify very soon later on this month so that could be really damning where do you see all this going guys one eight hundred eight four eight nine two 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 and I'll continue with your calls after the break.
0: It's the Rita Cosby Show. This is the Rita Cosby Show.
1: And in our next hour, by the way, on the Rita Cosby Show, President Trump says the gloves are off. As he continues to take aim at President Biden, also Ron DeSantis and others. Uh, meantime, President Biden, uh, boy, uh, he just looks lost. I mean, he is over there and he was first in England. Now he's in Lithuania. He was there in England and it was like the blind leading the blind. Uh, King Charles is like, uh, Mr. President, can you kind of move over here and stop staring at this soldier? Uh, we're walking this way. He was like, ah, oh, which way do I go? Where do I? It was really embarrassing. And he just looks very exhausted. He looks feeble. Um, and he just looked really tired too, even in this interview that he did with CNN. And he says he's not old. He says he is wise. Uh, and with age comes wisdom. Uh, do you feel, uh, that, he represents wisdom in his age. Or do you see what looks to be just very lethargic, uh, very, very just lost? Even in Lithuania, when he landed uh, a few hours ago, he seemed very lost as to, like, which direction he was supposed to walk and where he's supposed to go. And even though things are confusing when you get there, uh you still, like, you can't look like you're like uh, Abbott and Costello. And that's what it looked like when he was looking at all the, uh you know, Queen's Guard, all the King's Guard there in England when he was visiting just a few hours before. And then he looked the same when he was in Lithuania. It was like just totally like this blank stare, uh like someone who literally just seems to be lost mentally. And it, it's not a good look. And all I kept thinking about, he's going over there to sell the world as to why it's important to be sending cluster munitions to Ukraine Uh, talking about countries that should be in NATO and not in NATO. This is really serious stuff. And he just can't seem to keep his story straight. And he can't seem to even look like he is focused and energetic um, and in command. And all of that the world is watching. We're also going to talk, sadly, about increased crime that is taking place across this country. A terrible case that took place in New York City over the weekend, a guy on a scooter, clearly with a mental history, just starting to open fire in broad daylight. This is like, uh, every resident's worst nightmare. Just somebody going by in a bike, randomly opening fire. Uh, he killed a father, uh, a man from Yemen who was beloved, uh, an 87 year old guy walking down the street, also opened fire on others. Uh, but this is just unbelievable, and you will not be surprised. When the perp was busted, he had a big old grin on his face, and it just was so unseemly and so disgusting and just epitomizes uh, how perps just feel like they've got the system gamed. Uh, and there are a lot of soft-on-crime prosecutors that are allowing these revolving doors to happen and for people to feel that they can commit crimes without impunity, and that is a dangerous place to be 1-800-848-9222 one 848 let's go to reggie line eight in texas go ahead reg
5: hey rita um i think i think we the american public i think we're being too trusting of what's going on on this information about the cocaine they're telling us they found it on sunday we're taking their word for it so that it matches up when he when the family wasn't in the white house How do we know they didn't find it on Friday? We're taking their word for it that they found it on Sunday for their timeline. They haven't been honest. They're forthcoming with anything else. Why would they be telling the truth there?
1: You know what? That is a superb point, Reggie. You're right. Uh, They may be lying about when it was discovered. Maybe it was discovered on Friday, uh, hours after uh, individuals left the White House or another day. Maybe it was on another day. I mean, who knows? But you're right. Uh, how can we trust it? Because they can't even tell us the right location. We've heard three different locations. It's not that difficult. Um, but you're right. Uh, we may never know. I'm hoping that at some point, maybe there's video of something that they might release, or maybe somebody with secret service who is a conscience will come forward and say, and a lot of them do. Um, they're not allowed to speak, but maybe telling somebody, sharing the information through a source saying, here's where it was. Here's where it's found. Um, you know, uh, you're right. Uh, We can't bank that it actually was found on Sunday. You bring up a superb point. Uh, We shouldn't take anything for granted. Let's go to Mike. In South Carolina, Reggie just brought up a great point. It may not have been found on Sunday, like they've been saying. I I wouldn't be surprised. Reggie probably is right.
9: You know, Rita, Reggie is right. It's like every day that rolls by, this just unravels into, you know, uh, uh, a Jerry Springer show to the worst degree. Hunter and Joe, you look lost, Joe. Like you said, you know, uh, this this whole thing, you know, reeks a sleazy family, and it continues. It continues, and it's unbelievable. Like you said, Rita, the the brightest minds—you got the CIA, the FBI—you can't take fingerprints, cocaine, cocaine, and here it goes back again with Schultz. I know nothing. Right, I admit to nothing.
1: It's the old Hogan's Heroes adage again. You're absolutely right, Mike. And and that when they say that, that makes me suspect that there's something really there. Because if it was a tourist or it was a construction worker, they'd be able to say, we're going to track it down. We're going to prosecute to the fullest. But they're not going there. So what are they covering up? We deserve to know.
0: The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Feisty, fearless, and fair, she's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show.
1: I know your name is Rita, 'cause your
9: perfume's smelling sweet.
1: Well, Joe Biden is still trying to figure out the way to get off the tarmac in Lithuania. I mean, he gets off the tarmac and he's like, uh, which way do I go? And that came just a few hours after he was there in London. And he's looking at, you know, the the British soldiers all dressed up in their beautiful, you know, uh red uniforms and the beefeater hats and the whole to do. And he's sort of just staring there. And King Charles is like, uh, can we continue on? And, you know, Biden is in like la-la land. Uh, it is really scary. And it's to the point now we are seeing even many members of the liberal media doing stories saying it is time to move on. Time for somebody else to be the Democratic nominee. Because they're just seeing a man who is degrading before our eyes, physically, mentally. I mean, he's 80 uh, and I've seen some very sharp 80 years old, but he is not a sharp 80 year old. You could tell he's just degrading and he's trying to figure out where things are going and the world is watching. This is such a serious time. We have issues with China. We've got a spy station right off our Florida coast in Cuba. We've got issues going on with a uh, clearly with Russia, Ukraine, the war that's going on. That's raging. You got North Korea. You got Iran. And they're watching what we're seeing, a guy who is just feeble and degrading and clearly is not at the top of his game. I mean, and even the Democrats are now saying it, that it is just so apparent. And here is Fareed Zakaria doing an interview with Joe Biden on CNN. And even though he's coddling him with the question, he at least asks, you know what? Uh, obviously, age is an issue with you. Take a listen.
9: You've often said when people ask you about your age, uh, just watch me. And I think a lot of people do watch you and are impressed, and they think you've been a great president. Uh, You've brought the economy back. Uh, You've restored relations with the world. But many of these people do say, and these are ardent supporters of yours, the next thing he should do is step aside and let another generation of Democrats take the baton. Why
3: are they wrong? uh, Well, let me—not right or wrong. It's a look. Use the phrase again. I think we're at an inflection point. I think the world is changing, and I think I. uh, There is one thing that comes with age if you've been honest about it your whole life, and that is some wisdom.
1: Some wisdom. Well, first off, I'm not sure if oh, you've done a great job as president. Time to move on. Uh, I don't know about the great job as president part, but even Fareed Zakari of CNN, even many other members of the media are saying, look at the age, look at the mental faculty. Maybe it is time. And by the way, on the flip side, President Trump arrived in Las Vegas. He went to a UFC match, um, with his buddy Dana White, who owns the, you know, the UFC league. And so here he is. And he walks in and he got a rock star treatment first off, and sharp as attack, remember just a few a few years difference really, between him and President Biden and here's cut number five: This is President Trump in Las Vegas, and he says, "You know what? No more Mr. Nice guy. I am fed up. I'm seeing all these things going on with Joe Biden and the White House, and right now, it is really going to be tough times." for president biden take a listen to trump we have a
3: corrupt incompetent leader in biden everyone knows he's not i wouldn't have said this three weeks ago i wouldn't have said it i was actually very kind to him i was very kind to him but now we can't be kind anymore because the gloves are off the jar has been opened He's taken millions of dollars from other countries like China. He's totally compromised. He's taken millions and millions of dollars from other countries. And in history, there's never been, never been a scandal like this. But the fake news doesn't want to report it. There's never been in history anything like it. $10,200,000 from China, millions and millions of dollars from Ukraine. These are compromised people. The people that are leading us are corrupt,
1: and they're compromised. He says it is time to expose all. So, boy, if you thought things were ugly already, uh, this is just the beginning. This is going to be uh, campaign season for the record books. The debates, by the way, the very first Republican debate is 44 days away, taking place in Minneapolis. That is right around the corner. That is next month at the very end of August, on August 23rd. Uh So where do you see all of this headed? And do you think that James Comer, who is saying that later on this week, he is planning to reveal some disturbing information that he has uncovered, and he had hinted uh, when we had talked with him a few weeks ago that he was going to get some more details on bank records tied to Hunter Biden, a whole bunch of stuff. And again, this comes on the heels of all this other stuff. Uh Somehow Coke just shows up at the White House. Uh Where do all these dots connect? one 800 one 800 let us go to Larry. Line 8. Larry, your thoughts about all this?
6: Okay,
9: Reed, I just want to ask a basic question, okay? Why is it that we have to always uh, play nice and speculate and not just come out with the truth and say, the reason the man is running a second, he knows he's senile. The reason the man is running a second time is because he wants to stay out of jail. He's running away from the prison cell. You know, if the shoe was on the other foot, ask yourself, if this was Trump, Uh, uh, trying to run a second time to avoid a a scandal that he was guilty of. Do you think the Democrats would would, would avoid those talking points? They would say, oh, he doesn't want to go to jail. Every other word out of their mouth would be that we have. What what are we trying to imitate Michelle Obama going high when they're going low? I mean, it's ridiculous. She wasn't even going high. She was going low, but she said she was going high. (laughs) You know, I. I mean, you know what I'm saying? She no, goes you're down right. to
1: go up. By the way, Larry. She's so low, she goes down to go up. You're right. But, yeah, she was slamming people when she said when they go, you know, when they go low, we go high. You know, I was like, you are like, right. As she was trashing people. That was the irony. That's why I'm laughing because I remember when she made that statement and it was like she was doing the exact opposite. Um, but you are right that if the shoe were on the other foot, they would have already called for impeachment. Are you kidding me? Uh, They would already have done like two votes of impeachment by now, you know? I mean, they would not have wasted a darn second. On the other thing, on the other hand, I firmly believe that it's important to have the facts right. I believe James Comer. Clearly, uh, there's some very fishy activity. There's no question. There's a huge amount of money. It smells really bad, but Comer still has to be able to like, have the goods. He's got to be able to show, okay, well, here are the bank accounts. Here's who the money came and here's the policy change. That's what surprise, surprise happened right after that or right before that or whatever the case is. So, I mean, I think he's clearly inching there, Larry. Um, I don't believe, but I agree with you that on the other side, they don't waste any time. They don't seem to care about the facts. Um, I prefer to operate in facts. I don't know about you. Um, but you're right um that republicans do have to get uh, at least get going on this because uh the democrats are brutal they are vicious they play for keeps um and it's a take no prisoners attitude and the republicans have to at least uh get a fire under their belly to hurry up and you know lock this up if that's where the facts are if the facts lead there then He shouldn't be the president anymore of some of these allegations that they're saying. But we haven't seen all the all the paperwork yet. We haven't seen 100 percent of the proof yet. We've seen some very fishy activity, Larry, but that's a different deal. Um, Don't you agree you need to get the documents or or am I more measured than you, Larry? Go ahead.
9: No, no, no. You're too measured, Rita. You're measured to a fault because I'll tell you why. We could proceed being tongue in cheek. We don't have to come out, but we don't have to ask questions like, why is he running again? We know why he's running again. Just don't don't ask the question. He's running for running away from the from the law, basically. Uh, so just don't just like don't don't look to discover new ground because it takes on it takes us on new trajectories that are frankly irrelevant. And know? and
1: and your point that if uh you know if he suddenly becomes a private citizen, you're right. There's a lot of other things uh, that take hold. Um and different rules apply. And, you know, then you can get into some of the criminal things and a whole bunch of the other allegations. Um, and boy, you know, the thing uh, where you bring up a, a great point on a lot of this, Larry, is that, boy the standards are different think about what we we're just talking about with the tens of millions of dollars the allegations and all the things that already comer has discovered and jason smith who's also doing the investigation in his committee and you got uh, you know jim jordan on the other and if it was just like 1% of trump they already would have impeached him um and, and the standards you're right are are completely different and completely askew Um, Larry, thank you. You are terrific. Let's go to Judith. Line six. Judith, your thoughts.
10: Hi, Rita. Um, Listen, you I'm holding on and I have something to say, but let me tell you something. He's not wise. He is wicked and he is weak. That's who he is. He's a criminal. and, And that whole Biden family, I'm so angry. So listen, I want to tell you something. Follow the money. Rita, listen to me. Follow the money. This is what Rudy Giuliani told everyone years ago. Follow the money. What do I mean? You have to tell uh, Congressman Comer and Jordan and whoever else. It's more powerful for them to uh, request or demand that the IRS, the IRS, the criminal ones, uh, they botched up deliberately the statute limitations they allowed it to expire. But they are able to bring in what's called a civil tax fraud audit, the IRS. And there's no statute limitations of that. And with that, uh, uh, Rita, they can then issue summonses. This is the IRS now. They're more powerful. They can issue summonses with this audit. They can issue and and speak to Devin Archer, Gal Luft, Bogolinsky. They can call in Joe Biden and whoever else they need to bring in. They can then bring in this bribery case that's on, on tape. They could bring so many things in. They could bring in the original criminal investigation that they allowed to expire and put that into. They, they can ask for documents. They could ask for memos between, uh, what's his name, David Weiss and and, and Leslie Wolf and, and Merritt Garland.
1: Oops, I just lost you, Judith. Are you there? Judith, call us back, but I heard what you said. They can absolutely ask for all of that documentation, um, by the way, also, Bill O'Reilly was talking earlier tonight. He had some blockbuster stuff where he basically was saying the wife of the U.S. attorney in D.C., um, who apparently Weiss was talking to, Weiss is the one in Delaware, um, that the wife of, uh, I believe it was the U.S. attorney in D.C., had visited the White House all these times. What was the reason? So Bill surmises maybe that person was a conduit. To basically verbally pass information. He's been doing some like tremendous investigative work on his own. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that can be followed up on. And I hope the committee, uh, gets a fire under their butt and follows also what Bill is saying and others, uh, because there's certainly big, big money there. And we would, the American public deserves to know the truth. Uh, was he compromised? Uh, and is he still? 1-800-848-9222. We'll continue your calls, everybody, after the break.
0: You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show on 77 WABC. This is The Rita Cosby Show.
1: Coming up on the Rita Cosby show, we are going to talk about some very scary, random crimes that have been taking place, including one that took place in New York City where a scooter riding gunman just suddenly opens fire randomly, shooting four people and killing an 87-year-old man. Uh, it is just a horrific crime. You see it on videotape. He just kind of randomly sees a guy, turns around opens fire, uh broad daylight, what a scary situation. And as this thug gets arrested, he's like grinning ear to ear like a Cheshire cat, Uh clearly a guy with mental illness. And we're just seeing these cases happening over and over again. And yet, if you listen to many liberal politicians, they're like, oh, crime is doing better, people feel safer, things are okay. Uh They're not. There are so many random crimes happening. And case in point in Los Angeles, they are going back to instituting a no-bail policy basically for what they consider minor crimes. Uh But that could also include battery and some other things that are quite serious. So they're not necessarily minor crimes. And even the rapper 50 Cent is basically saying that Los Angeles is, quote, finished after hearing that they are reinstating this policy because he understands uh that this opens the floodgates and it makes everybody less safe. Your thoughts about all of this and how dangerous things are these days? 1-800-848-9222. Uh, let's go to Stan. Line three. Stan, how are you, Stan? Uh,
11: I've been listening to such wonderful callers tonight. Honestly. Yeah,
6: they are great. Thank you. Yeah, they are, yeah. Yep.
11: Yeah, half of them are brain dead, and half of them don't know what the hell they're talking about. Because well, conjecture. Stan just a minute.
6: Enlighten they're us.
11: They're talking. Enlighten they us with your wisdom. Like you. With you your precious nothing.
1: words of wisdom, well, Sam. Well, you, uh,
11: you know, all, you, you, it's like the, the person you're all go, but no stay. It, that's what it is.
1: <laughs> all right. Basically. So go ahead, Sam. Fire it up. Look, Let's look, see what uh, you got. Uh, <laughs> I'm,
11: wait a minute, you know, you, know, you can enjoy it, That's okay. The president has, is in Europe and doing extremely important business. I wouldn't go to see the king, I didn't think he was that important anyway, but the NATO meeting is extremely important.
1: Absolutely,
11: that is. And obviously, if if he thought that the thing with the cocaine was related to his son or any of his family, I don't think he would have gone under the circumstances and he would know that. But he has to go to do this thing and so forth. And before he went, I think he spoke to the FBI and so forth, and they must know by now who it is or where it is. As you have stated just recently, that after all of this thing of the pictures, they have to know who so it is. So why
1: don't they release it, because Stan?
11: They're not Rita Cosby and the right wing republic. They got to do this correctly, and they make, got to make sure. Who it? For all I know, it could be some stinking cleaner who cleaned in the so library. So then they should or, th- guess what? Stan, I don't know who it Stan, is. Like then you.
1: they should just say that because well, you they, know what? That's the problem, Rita. You're not the FBI. You're well, not the and, and, and Thank you're God you're not. And guess God you're and not. what? You're not making any sense. Because, oh, I'm making no, because of guess sense. what, Stan? By by not ruling out people. It opens the door. And for her to go back to reporters and say, oh, how irresponsible. Well, I don't ask, like her anyway. You, you no. have a known former crack addict who is staying at the White House. That's the nicest thing we can say about Hunter Biden. And that is on record. He's even said that himself. And, and what the press isn't supposed to wonder, could it be tied to him? It could be tied to anybody. But they should be more forthcoming because it looks so bad, Stan.
0: This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Rita Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes.
1: And in tonight's support, our hero segment, which I love doing every night here on the show, where we honor our great military and their families. A powerful story coming from Michigan, where a local man known to northern Michigan as Dynamite the Clown was honored just a few days ago for bringing joy to kids and for his time serving in the military, veteran Rudy Grayheck served as a C-47 pilot during the Korean War before spending the next 70 years serving northern Michigan communities as Dynamite the Clown. One of Rudy's friends and fellow veteran, another guy said that he has known Dynamite the Clown since he was five years old and he wanted to honor him for everything he's done over the past half a century. I think if you grow up north, probably 90% of the people, he said, will tell you that they know Dynamite the Clown, but not many people know Rudy. Long before Dynamite the Clown, it was Staff Sergeant Rudy Greyheck. Rudy served during Korean War from 1952 to 1954. He said, I had an excellent job. Uh, I was a thirty caliber machine gunner. I said, when I get back, I'm just living life. I want to do something that makes people laugh. So I joined the circus and became a clown. What a powerful story and how beautiful to see that at now 90 years old, uh, he is still clowning around and making people laugh. And also how beautiful that his service in the military and his service afterwards bringing joy to so many people is being recognized. What a wonderful, wonderful support our heroes tonight. And I love being able to share these stories with all of you. Well, you just heard from Stan, who seems to think that Biden's fine. And you know what? They're just kind of taking their darn sweet time and trying to figure out a basic crime uh, that even like the tiniest police department in the country with barely any staff would be able to figure out in about half an hour. Uh, So why is it taking the Secret Service so long? And are they just trying to stall, stall, stall? Well, Congresswoman Nicole Malliotakis says that that plea hearing that Hunter has, remember, that's for something separate. That is for... The case with all of the taxes and it's also for the gun charge. That's that diversion program where, by the way, he would have to keep clean. So uh, certainly the last thing anybody in the Biden family would like is if something were to tie back to Hunter right now, drug related, that wouldn't be good for his plea deal. Well, Nicole Malliotakis says the plea during just in general should just be just paused, basically. It should be delayed because there's so much testimony coming again, as we know, from all these IRS whistleblowers and others who say things just don't add up and that the case was deferred or delayed or the statute of limitations was allowed to run out or the U.S. attorney there wasn't allowed to do his job a whole series of investigations, and she says that as a result of this, the judge should just put a pause and it should be looked into. Uh, I agree with her. I think people need to know what the truth is as opposed to just rubber stamping and saying, oh, we're just going to ignore these very credible IRS whistleblowers. And here is Congresswoman Nicole Malliotakis. We believe that that plea hearing uh, that's due for the end of the month should be postponed. Let our investigation continue, uh, because what we're, what we're uncovering right now is massive corruption where these whistleblowers were actually removed from the investigation as a result. They, there should have been a prosecution here. They were told to reconsider the next steps of this investigation uh, by higher ups. And we want those higher ups to now come before our committee, higher ups at the IRS, at the FBI and the DOJ to come before our committee to give voluntary testimony. If not, we will subpoena them. Bravo. And they need to be hauled in. So they're put under oath. And we know the details. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Steve. Line three. Steve, your thoughts about all this?
11: Hi, Rita. Good evening. Listen, uh, real quick about Dynamite the Clown. If you ever catch his act, it's very explosive. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: by the way, by the way, isn't that a great story? That it was a you know oh, a, a Korean War it. veteran, and then he turned out to be a clown because he said he saw isn't such it? tough stuff in the war. He wanted to make people laugh afterwards. I think it's beautiful.
11: But don't ever get him mad, because he's got a very short fuse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyway, any listen, more? Do you I have was, any other ones, Steve? That's, you're on uh, a roll. You know,
11: they'll, they'll come. Listen, I want to uh, have a rebuttal to Stosh. He's the math teacher, right? Or is it Ted? Who, no, who's the math
1: teacher? No, Ted is the math teacher who uh, thinks okay. you know uh, one moron plus one moron equals no one. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
11: yeah. um, okay. Well. Okay. Here's a rebuttal to Stosh. Hey, Stosh, if the White if the White House knew 100 percent that it wasn't uh, Hunter's uh, Coke they would have come out immediately and said it.
1: Absolutely I they mean, would they have look, excluded it. They would have excluded it. And the fact yeah. and the fact that they haven't excluded it. You you know what mm-hmm. gave it away to me Steve and right. um and everybody you know has a right to their opinion. I love hearing from everybody. But you know what mm-hmm. when when she came out Corinne Jean-Pierre the first mm-hmm. day, I think, when it all broke, she said, well, you know, they'd said, well, if, if whoever it turns out to be, you guys are going to prosecute to the fullest. She's like, well, you mm-hmm. know, we're not, I can't really say that. As soon as I heard that, I thought, uh-oh, they don't want to prosecute whoever it is. That's if not anything good. Is a crime.
11: If anything's a crime, that's a crime. Yes. You know?
1: Throw the um, book at them. But, I, but Steve, you bring up an excellent point. Um, that, you. you know, that had they said, you know uh you know we know for sure it wasn't them it's either this type of a person that but they haven't done it and then when you ask the right. question they get angry so you know it, it makes you feel like you're even closer to getting it yeah can i say one more thing um arita Sure, you have another line to go with the, uh, the dynamite. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no,
11: no, no, no. <laughs> Real quick, it, it, it pains me when you com- when you compare Biden to Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello are a ha-ha funny. Biden is funny, but he's not a ha-ha funny. You yeah, know, you know yeah I mean? and you know what
1: also, by the way, uh, Abbott and Costello are also really smart individuals. Um. They were and, yeah, they, were, they They had they purposely were creating comedy, just like you said, right. Biden is not intentionally doing it. I don't no. think so, and, and they
11: were both and they were they were both Jersey boys.
1: That's true. They were great. They were. I love them. And oh, I awesome. love I loved I love Lucy. I mean, all of those comedies oh. were the best. Her at the uh, oh, Vitamina Vegemina yeah. factory. Remember that one? That was the best. <laughs>
11: Vitamina Vegemina, when she got drunk on the medicine. Yeah. Oh, hilarious.
1: <laughs> Steve, hey, Rina,
5: have a wonderful night, dear.
1: Thank you. You too, my friend. Thank you so much. Let's go to Norm. Line two. Norm, your thoughts about all this?
5: That's yes, Rita. I, I have no dynamite to clown joke, Sorry. But anyway, um, What's I, wrong with I, you, know, Norm?
6: I wasn't Why, come, come on? But
5: then he played that Farid Zakaria interview with the uh, president uh Biden and I I just I I think the question should have been um, why is why doesn't Fareed Zakaria move over and stop pretending to be a journalist I I never heard such a such a loving just sort of just 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 throwing throwing softballs at him and 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 the thing with um, I mean saying that Biden. Has, has improved the economy and, and improved the relations to to, uh, to our, uh, uh, to, you know, foreign countries. I mean, what what is he smoking? I mean, maybe he's got the cocaine.
6: Yeah, maybe uh, you're I, right. I, I, right.
1: <laughs> you know, did yeah, you I
6: mean, notice I'm just, also? I'm
5: listening to this. I'm saying, like, is he living in the same world that I live in? I mean, I'm sure he lives in New York because, you know, I think CNN broadcasts out of New York. I mean, there's homeless, crazy people all over the streets. Um, you know, there's violence everywhere. Uh, you know, uh, there, w- there's war in the world. I mean, we have there's been a war going on now, with our, and our president is, is basically doing nothing to to try to broker peace or something or other. I, I just, I you know, I, I don't know. It just, it just, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, you know, uh, the, the media, uh, the media. Uh, I look, like, I, I was watching the other day, President Trump on Saturday. I was watching the MMA and then president trump came out and then you know you could see this was on this was on abc tv and you could see everybody was was clapping like crazy uh uh-uh, abc was not going to have that they quickly pulled away to you know to you know to the to the studio to, to have them talk about mma you know uh, it, it's like it's like censorship that's out there is just
1: just horrible well and norm i was going to say even on the flip side um what is really stunning was that whole issue too? Um, you know, here's, here's Fareed Zakaria gets a chance to ask questions of President Biden. And remember, it was about a week before where Nicole Wallace, um, had the chance to talk to President Biden. Um, both, you know, uh, one is CNN, one is MSNBC. Um, neither one of them asked a single question about Hunter Biden. Um, any of those issues with the investigation? I mean, that, that to me, clearly, the White House must have said no questions, or maybe they didn't even want to ask the questions. I mean, either, ashamed of themselves. either way, really ashamed of themselves because ashamed of themselves. Uh, then don't do the interview. If, 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 the, if that is off limits and it's at a time where there is so much news going on and then to ask, like you just said, the question of, Oh, you know, you've done such a beautiful job. You know, I mean, it was like, it, mm-hmm. it, it was, it was really astounding. To see that without any serious questions on the other end um a, a tremendous disservice norm you're terrific and and even though you didn't have any comments for Dynamite the clown, I still love you norm <laughs> thank you very much let's go to Pete in Staten Island Pete, go ahead, my friend I
12: Hi, highrateded the follow norm is a honor and a pleasure. I was afraid I was going to follow Stan. (laughs) You know, following Stan would be like at a parade following a horse that takes a dump and I might step in it. Thank you (laughs) Norman for calling in because to follow you is 100% class. I love you. You're one of the best and I met you through the radio station. Jacqueline and you and I thank God for having you guys as my friend.
1: Well and, and, Rita, and by the way you heard I defended all you because Stan was Stan oh, was yes, like, Oh these people, you know? I mean, oh my goodness. Yeah.
12: You don't get to me that much because, yeah, I'm not on as as much, you know. I get some, I did compliment. He's a veteran,
1: so I respect him. By the way, Uh, and and I respect everybody, and I appreciate his calls, even if they don't make any sense, but I still appreciate them. what I'm
12: going to say, but not what I'm I'm thinking, you know. Like, if I was half in the bag, if I was drinking Jack Daniels, I would be talking just like Stan, you know. But anyway, (laughs) tomorrow. Renee and I are celebrating our anniversary a little early. It's the 26th, but she's going to have chemo treatment around that time. So we've got a room at the Bagata, We're going to go down and we're going to raise hell, be in that jacuzzi and living it up.
1: Well, well, first of all, add some good bubble bath. okay? that's one. And two, most importantly, bravo, bravo, um, that you're celebrating your beautiful anniversary with your wife. Um And please give her a huge, huge hug and, and enjoy yourself. Um, Really, really such a pleasure uh, to always hear from you. And it was a pleasure to meet you and Renee. Um, so big hugs to both of you guys and a happy, happy, happy anniversary. And I hope she's feeling better soon too, Pete. Most importantly, we love you and we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Let's go to John. Line one, John, your thoughts.
9: Uh, hi, Rita. My my thought is, um, I think we're all missing the bigger picture. Uh, I think the, this is a serious issue with respect to national security. Um, the job of the, of the the only job of the Secret Service is to protect the president and the presidency itself. And so now our adversaries know that it's possible to get cocaine into the White House.
1: Yeah. No. And, by uh, by the way, hopefully never again, uh, because right. there's been so much attention to this. But you know what's scary to me, John, is that. In this case, you know, I, I am not a, somebody who condones cocaine. Um, but it could have been something even worse. It could have been, you know, another powdery substance. That's why this is such a serious, serious issue. And that's why they need to get to the bottom of it because. It is just so, so um, unseemly and so unprofessional and so dangerous for a lot of reasons, just like you said, from the national security perspective. And speaking, by the way, of security, um, there have been these random crimes that have just been taking place recently. Um, there was just this chilling footage everybody's talking about. it. It's the moment it's a scooter riding crazy guy uh, just kind of casually motoring around uh, Queens neighborhood over the weekend. Uh, and just shooting unsuspected, uh, pedestrians, including an 87 year old man. Uh, it is just horrifying to see the video and it's just downright sort of frightening. And it epitomizes where we are, uh, sadly with crime in America today in so many of the big cities. Um, here is, uh, the shooter when thank goodness he got arrested. Take a listen. Here's a little bit. Are
3: you sorry? Do you have
1: anything to say?
3: Look right here, right here, buddy, right here. Hero. Hey. Right here, buddy. Right here, right here. Right
9: here.
1: And he just kind of grinned and smiled. Uh, is this sort of just a sign that there obviously is somebody with mental illness? Clearly he's got problems. Uh, but clearly was not, you know, appropriately taken care of and clearly should have been locked up because he was a danger not only to himself, but certainly to others. And it just kind of epitomizes where we are right now in so many of these big cities across the country where people are just randomly committing these crimes. There was a body floating, uh, you know, in Central Park, in the water in Central Park over the weekend. I mean, these are just these scary, crazy things that make people just so nervous. Anybody who's been on a subway, also same thing. People downright concerned. That's why that whole case of Daniel Penny, the Marine, has gotten so much attention across the country. But liberal politicians will say, no, crime is down. Things aren't so bad. That is not the case. People feel nervous. And there are more and more, it seems, of these mentally ill people. Do you agree? Do you feel that it's just become much more prevalent across this country where these random things and these people are just sort of randomly doing these crazy things uh, without repercussions and people are not worried they seem to commit these crimes? Uh, is there just more mental illness? Is it a sign of the times? Or is it just much more visible? Is it more covered? What is it that's going on? Has it been since COVID? What is it? What's happening? Is it the stress that people are? Is it people just with drugs and everything else that's become much more prevalent? There's a big story in the New York Post tonight about TRANK, which is this animal tranquilizer that people are doing. I mean, it's just crazy. What do you think is causing more and more of these cases of severe mental illness and these random crimes? Where people are just randomly attacking people on the subway, randomly driving down the street. Have we just lost, I mean, all sense of safety that somebody's just kind of walking by in their, you know, or driving by in their scooter in this guy's case, and he's smiling, grinning ear to ear like it's something to be proud of? It it made me sick. 1 800 848 9222, 1 800 848 9222, and I'll continue with your calls when we come back.
0: You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show on 77 WABC. It's The Rita Cosby Show.
6: And we are
1: sadly talking about increased crime in so many major cities in this country. A lot of violent, random crime. Um, By the way, in L.A., Uh, They just reinstated a policy for no bail for a whole bunch of misdemeanor or what they call nonviolent felonies. Uh, But that also includes battery and some other serious stuff. Um, And the rapper, 50 Cent, came out and said, L.A.'s finished. Uh, They are just it's out of control with this new policy now in place where criminals just feel emboldened and the revolving door just increases. He basically said his beloved city of Los Angeles is done. It is finished after the city and the progressive politicians decided to reinstate this no bail policy for what they consider lower level crimes that opens the door, I think, to more serious ones. And obviously, he agrees. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Michael. Line three. Michael, your thoughts about all this? Rita, the answer to
12: your question is: it's these Democrat, Democrat cost-of-living public policies that are making people lose it, take drugs, get drunk, drink more to, you know, to to not feel the pain of just living, trying to make it in life. And another thing: these Democrats, these cost-of-living public policies, they, they they're just out of control. And believe it or not, criminals have to pay rent. And they lose it too. And they get, get pushed over the edge too. And they force them to taking more drugs and doing all these crazy outlandish things. I'm telling you, these Democrats are the biggest threat to America. They tax us to death, but they give $4.3 billion to illegal aliens. That's our money. That money could go to help people or alleviate taxes. taxes. How about giving some of that tax money, giving some, give some of that, that money back to the taxpayers of New York in the form of a $2,000 extra back tax money back the well, and by to the way michael i hear what you're saying and times.
1: i hear what you're saying by the way and in terms of frustration because there is a lot of frustration i think drugs i think you hit on the head that drugs are more prevalent um some of the economic the uncertainty um and i think they just also criminals feel emboldened i mean that's a scary thing robert real quick on line six since you've been on hold for a while go ahead my friend robert real quick
12: yeah a god
11: give we have a God given right to defend ourselves. And it's human to help other people.
1: Yeah, it absolutely is. Uh, but we got to protect each other. We got to take care of each other. And we also have to make sure that the book gets thrown at the bad guys, that the criminals pay a price.
0: The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.